Hello and welcome to Two Guys on a Podcast with Ben and Colin. I'm Ben. And I'm Colin. Let's get this show on the road. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, it is May 5th for everybody that's hearing this, but it is May 4th for Ben and myself. So may the 4th be with you, Ben. That's so clever. Hello there. <laughs> nice. I like it. Very festive. Very festive. Um, how are you this morning, man? Man, it's it's May 4th for us, but it's um Gardens of Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Day. So Yes, uh, for you. Are you pumped? Are you excited? <laughs> are you excited to go see it today? Uh, huh? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I know I, I know you got your tickets. Yeah, so for all those that are not in the loop, um <laughs> I, I've been ex- well, I mean, who isn't excited about this movie? Um I know all of our listeners are. Um, cause I feel like the, you know, they wouldn't be listening if they weren't excited about it, but, um, I bought the tickets for, uh, me and I, uh, well, it was originally going to be me and Ben were going to go. That was the whole thing. Cause we like to do Marvel movies together and star Wars movies together and all that stuff. And, uh, then the wives ended up deciding they wanted to go, which is fine. I thought it was fine. No, 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 no. Let's no, no, no. That's not how it went down. All right. Well, well, tell your version of the story. I like your version better. I said, I'm a guy of simple, you know, simple excitement. I, I like to just go do something and not plan it very long and just go do it. You know, and some people are going to be like, what, you know, but anyway, I'd like to just go with a buddy because it's just, it's simple. It's quick. We can both just say 3.30, be there. Boom. You pay for your ticket. I pay for mine. You have your own safety. I have my own safety. You know, like, I don't have to worry about you getting there. I don't have to worry about you, you know, whatever. What are you going to eat if you're hungry, if you got to use the bathroom? That's all your, that's your problem, not mine. Right? (laughs) True. So, in typical guy fashion, I'm like, hey, Colin, Guardians of the Galaxy Thursday. And Colin's response is, "Mm, let's take the gals. (sighs) <sighs> and I'm like, oh gosh. And so that immediately raises the level of stuff that has to go be involved in it. You have to get babysitters. <laughs> you have to find out if your wife can actually go, if she wants to go, if she's hungry, if she's tired, if she's got a headache and you know, all those things involved where it just went from two guys, two buddies going to see it, <laughs> no issues to let's get the wives involved. I'm so excited. So Is that what I sound like to you? Is that what I sound like to you? I just imagine like a really like happy-go-lucky, corny guy. That, that's yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. It anyway. sounded awfully feminine when you were when you were. Well, uh... that's a feminine thing to say, but you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, I went ahead and bought mine and my wife's tickets because Ben and and uh, and Katie couldn't go, and uh, whenever we needed to go, and everybody no, we couldn't couldn't match it up. Uh, could have, if it was just us, like he mentioned, but that's okay. I'm not, I'm not judging anything. Cause, um, it was, it was just the, well, basically the because of you, basically because well, of yeah. you, yeah. I, I went from a free pass to, I had to buy $37 worth of tickets cause <laughs> my kids, my kids are now going too. So thanks a lot. You're welcome. I was, just bringing, um, I was bringing up in casual, casual conversation. I was like, I was like, yeah, Colin wanted to bring you guys. <laughs> And then she goes, and then my wife said, uh, she goes, uh, 
yeah, I want to see that movie. And if I don't go with you, I'll never see it because you won't take me back to see it. You know, I, <laughs> I have a lot of empty promises where I've told her like, oh yeah, if it's good, I'll take you to go see it again. Never then, go see it. Well, two weeks later it's on, you know, Plex or it's on Disney plus or whatever. So I don't have to pay. <laughs> I, I'm a cheapskate when it comes to stuff like I that. Get it. If, I can, if I can avoid the costs, I'm going to. And I get it. You know, you cost me, uh, you basically, you owe me $37. I <laughs> just put it, on, I, <laughs> put it on my tab, put it on my yeah, tab. <laughs> yeah. But you're uh, one of your going way back to our pet peeves episode. Actually, I think this is actually our first episode ever. Your biggest thing that will anger you and really get you upset is messing with your movies. Oh man, I'm telling you, dude, the whole my whole day so, was ruined yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. So now you can tell I, your story. I've interrupted you. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, I uh we had tickets and and then um come to find out uh my eldest Landon's day, big test day on is on Fridays. And so he's struggling in math. So the only time we can study for math and phonics and reading, which is all the tests he has on Fridays, is Thursday. So uh, we kind of come to this realization that since uh, April is involved now, which again, this goes back to you, what you were just saying, Ben, if it was just me and you, buddy, we just pack up and go. Um, <sighs> but, you know, but then anyway, so now, um, now I've had to since refund said tickets, I was really excited. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to, we're going to go see it today. It's going to be great. And I won't have to worry about spoilers on the internet or any of that stuff. And, um, now, a uh, long, uh, short version is I'm going at noon tomorrow with my parents instead of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, with my wife, um, oh, because Lord. I told her, I said, I just, I can't because we got ball practice tomorrow. And I was like, I just, I can't wait. I, there's just no, cause I won't be able to do it this weekend. Cause I'm working this weekend. So, um, oh man, just, uh, uh, circumstances. Didn't work out for me, but yeah, like you said, Ben, like when I've got plans, especially when I've got tickets bought, tickets are bought. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm in that zone. Let's go do the movies. And then it just gets swept out from underneath me. And yeah, it, it absolutely. I'm a big baby. I'll be the first. Yeah. Well, I'll probably be the second. April will be the first to remind you that I do just, I mean, you spilled my milk when you know, but see, this all you know. could have been avoided if you just would have got your one ticket and <laughs> just gone. Yep. I mean, but, yeah, but but then but then it, it's a two and a half hour long movie, and and you know, and if she needs any help with the study and, and watching Luke and everything, I guess I'll I'll be there now. So, so it, it'll have to let, you're gonna have to let us know how it goes, how much actual studying you get done. I do, yeah, I will, I will, I think I will, I think it'll work, I think it'll be all right, it'll be so, all right. But, about Guardians of the Galaxy. I am uh, pretty excited about it, but I'm also I'm thinking that it's one of those deals where, again, I don't doubt it's going to be a good movie. OK, I, I don't yeah. think it's going to disappoint. But here's my thoughts on it. I feel like we've been built up again on this unbelievable upward momentum of a roller coaster. And I just mm-hmm. don't I don't think it's going to be able to live up to its hype because I'm going to go out on a bold limb here and, and we've been predicting amongst ourselves and friends and stuff that there'll be some deaths. I bet nobody dies. Ooh, that's a, that's your, that's your bid, huh? 
yeah i'm gonna go ahead and just tell i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tell it like, like i think and i think that it's just gonna be kind of a open-ended ending and we don't really there i you know, everybody's talking about like, oh, this is what what was the reviews? It was like the most emotional. Yeah, that's what I heard. And the most whatever. Like, yeah, just I mean, emotional. Yeah, in MCU movie yet, something like that. Which of course and could just be the be. hype. Maybe. You know, I don't know. It's maybe it will be, but I I think what they're fooling us with is we know that uh, Dave Batista is not coming back. Yeah. Well, that's that's what he says. Yeah. Uh, and we know until they realize that, they can't make any money in any other role, then they'll then they'll be like, well, oh, you know, that goes back to the classic conversation of how many times do you play James Bond? How many times do you play Batman? How many times do you play Superman? Like, do you right. do you care about getting um, pigeonholed in a role? Like, you know, like do you do you care about being the guy that they're always like, oh, let's go see that new movie? You know, the guy to play Superman. You know, do mm-hmm. you care if you're that guy? See, I don't. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me and you have now, discussed this a lot. Uh, I agree. I, I would play any of these iconic characters till the day I died. I don't even care, dude. I'd, I'd, I'd drive the wheels off of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to have, as we go on, the, I'm going to gain more power as successful the films are, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's say that they signed me up for Batman, and my first Batman comes out. It's a blockbuster smash hit. I got low-end I got lowballed on the on the, you know the first one, the salary. Sure, you know they're like, oh yeah, you're you know this is the first time you're playing Batman. We're gonna give you four hundred fifty thousand. I'm I'm you know I don't even know. I'm making up numbers here, and I'm like, oh great, I'm just so thrilled to play Batman. Sure, you know, mm-hmm. and the guy the guy playing Alfred's making two million. I'm making four hundred fifty thousand. I don't even give a crap, right? Yeah. But the movie comes out, it makes two billion dollars. They're like, well, Ben, we gotta have you back. We got to, we're going to, we want to sign you to a five year or fives picture deal. Well, now I've got power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I want a little say so in whether or not we reject a script idea, not the whole script, just an idea. You know, like maybe I can change an idea or maybe I could change a route of a character or something because you don't want your films to turn to crap. Well, I mean, that's true. But see, <laughs> And this is really hard because this is kind of like what we were talking about last week with the with the uh, professional athletes. Like our, I, I feel like if we had dedicated ourselves to a craft like acting and stuff like that, we probably would not have you know the time we've had to get to know all these comic book characters, all these video game characters, all these you know superheroes and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so I think that like if you were like you said, like a Michael Keaton or a Christian Bale or something, or George Clooney, even for all that, you know, you wouldn't have that, that knowledge of the character, you know? And I I feel like that, I feel like that too, with the TV, the TV show specifically, because I know that like Grant Gustin, that plays the flash on the CW show. I was going to say, you're going to have to give us, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't, I feel like just from the interviews and stuff I've heard of him, he doesn't know a lot about flash. I don't think, uh, Tyler Hetchlin, the guy that plays Superman on Superman and Lois, I don't think he knows a lot about Superman. I know Tom Welling didn't know anything about Superman when he was Smallville. So let me, let me say this. I agree with you. And I know where I I see the route you're taking is like, you should know about your character. I I get that. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but, but you know, I I don't think I I was just saying we wouldn't have the knowledge we do if we were ever in a position to play. I'm somewhere in the middle right there. I mean, it's sort of, 
it's really deflating to watch an interview and watch Thor, Chris Hemsworth, not know anything about Thor except for the name of the hammer, you know, like, yeah. oh, oh, Mjolnir, you know, or whatever that, that, you know, to not know about his mom or dad or something like you're, you're in a movie about like his, his origin story. Like, how do you not pick up a little bit of what you're acting, you know? So you would kind of Daniel Day Lewis it is what you're saying. Not, I wouldn't go like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go into character like off the set, but like, yeah, I would want to know. I'd, I'd Tom Cruise it is what I would do because apparently Tom Cruise, even though he's a weirdo, <laughs> he like he really does he takes classes and like researches his parts oh, yeah. and learns how learns how to like dance learns how to serve bar you know like he he learns those things for his role so he doesn't look like an idiot when he's attempting to do it for the first time on the camera right so I, i'm somewhere in the middle you know like i think you should definitely know about batman or superman if you're playing those guys but i don't think you have to be like an uber nerd about it or nothing and and, and uh the idea of being um, Batman for 10 movies wouldn't bother me at all. Now, again, if the quality of the films were so crappy that I couldn't get other roles because of it, now we're talking something different. I mean, yeah, that's what that's, I, I'm not trying to be an Aaron Rodgers, but I'm just saying like, I would like a little bit of input on like what we're doing to make them better movies. Like that's all I, I'm not saying I have the final say, uh, well, so maybe, so maybe like, maybe like the thought of like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and them stepping away from, you know, Iron Man and Captain America, maybe they are seeing the decline approaching and they were just getting, they were just kind of, they were just kind of jumping off of a sinking ship in their, in their mind. You know, I don't yeah, know. There's no question that Marvel, you know, completely spent everything on the Infinity War and that's it. I mean, it's over. Like, name a good Marvel movie since. And and you can't say Spider-Man because it's still sort of, like, hanging on the, of it. ed- yeah. it's hanging on the edge of the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Right. Um, um, the Far From Home I'm talking about, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, No Way Home. No, no, Way, Home. no Way Home. Yeah. No Home. Yeah, it's, I mean... So, so, so I try not to, I try not to judge those guys, but at the same time I judge those guys. Cause like we were saying, I mean, nobody will ever be Tony Stark like Robert Downey Jr. So ever. Yeah, I don't and I mean, how do you, how do you recast that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like a James Bond, you can recast Superman. You can recast, uh, all these, all these other characters you can recast, but like Robert Downey Jr. Was Tony Stark. Um, and even as far as Chris Evans, I'm not even a huge Chris Evans fan, but he was Steve Rogers. I feel like, you know, like fan personally or movie wise, like you're talking about his politics um, and stuff or no, not, not like politics. I don't know. Um, I started that, that movie, uh, ghosted the, uh, the Apple plus movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and what I watched of it, it was fine, you know, but I mean, just, I guess of his, um, it's the same crap every time, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, and that's fine. Whatever, whatever makes people watch movies. That's what made me watch it. It's like, oh man, you know, this looks like a pretty actiony. I thought, look, you know, because like on the on the poster or whatever, they're like laying on top of each other, and there's like explosions in the background or something. I don't even know. I don't even know what the show's about. They just like I just literally got to the part where they met and are kind of flirting, went out on this big day date, and that's as far as I got because I got sleepy. But um, <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I guess is not really a glowing review of the movie, right? Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, no. But that's not to say I would enjoy it, but. It, it, you know, it, it's just, it's just that thing. When do you, when have you decided you've overstayed your welcome? 
with these actors i think you know yeah i think the the scared typecast thing is what most of them get so scared about because let's be completely honest here what has robert downey jr done besides iron man it's been like a smash hit nothing lately like with the the last last 15 years since he started iron man he had sherlock holmes come out it was pretty successful yeah Played, they're doing another one that, of those, yeah. They're I know doing he, see, he played that three times, right? Or two yeah, times. Yeah, or it's about to it's about to do a third, yeah. We'll see. Typecast it again, Sherlock Holmes. First it was Tony Stark, now it's Sherlock Holmes. He hasn't had like just an independent movie, or what I say independent, but like a singular movie come out and like just like oh man, you know, like neither is Chris Evans, honestly, but I don't know. It's it's just uh <sighs> I find it hard. Again, we're not in their shoes, so we don't know what they go through as far as picking parts out and stuff like that. Right. But, man, it just seemed, you know, armchair quarterbacking it, it seems so easy to sit here and go, sign me up for 15, 20 Superman movies. Right. That's I'll be Lex Luthor a hundred times. It doesn't matter to me. Thanks a lot, you know. Sure. But – then all of a sudden when that's over, like Daisy Ridley, for example, you know, like what's she doing? She's coming back to play Ray again. Uh-huh. What did exactly she do right. in between? I mean, what did she do in between? I mean, the only thing, what murder, murder on the Orient Express is the only oh, thing yeah, I can see, think I, of. I couldn't even have told you that. But basically, it's just like independent B-movie stuff she probably yeah. was in and maybe some TV that we don't even know about. But the same thing with Hayden Christensen, you know, like when he was – when he was Anakin, everybody hated him, right? Well, he did. What did he did? What that jumper movie? Yeah, come and on. Then, though. I mean, and like, then what? Awake. I'll, he did that. But again, nobody saw him. They weren't. They weren't these huge right. blockbuster I, I, movies. I would say know? Jumper may have been a success. I'll give you that one. But not uh, enough to warrant a sequel. You know what I'm saying? I feel like no, if a movie does or give him another job, well, yeah, movie. That too. I mean, right. Yeah. Well, who was in that awake movie with him? Do you remember? Do you remember who was in I, that awake movie? I don't even know what you're talking about. Terrence Howard was in that oh, movie wow. with him. Okay. Yeah. Now that right. the the that was a movie where Hayden Christian went in for uh, surgery and they put him under, but he was he could feel everything and was awake. Oh. So it was basically a lot of like Hayden's corpse essentially laying there as they're operating on him and him screaming. Is pretty much what the movie was, and they could he could hear like the the surgeons and stuff talking. And Terrence Howard at one point comes in there, and it turns out that Terrence Howard's supposed to be his friend, but like he's conspiring against him, like to get his money or something. I don't remember what the deal was. It's been a long time, but I mean, it was it was okay. It was an okay movie. It was an okay movie, but just an had, okay movie. You know, have you ever had surgery before? Uh, on a kidney stone, a couple times. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like, like uh, open anything. They, but they haven't put you down or nothing. Like uh, just, I mean, for. They put me under for that. Yeah, absolutely. But I've woken up in surgery before. Like it's not like a like a boom, like an undertaker sitting up from the ring kind of thing, but like <laughs> my my eye, I, my eyes have opened in surgery before and it's very uh weird, you know. Sure. But uh you immediately go back out and that's that's all you remember is opening your eyes and seeing the surgical lights up above, you know. But man, it's just that's a weird deal right there. You ever think about like what did they go through to discover how much of a certain drug <laughs> anesthesia and everything? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, who was oh, yeah. the test dummy for that? Like, you know, <laughs> like, all right, Colin, uh, we got this wonderful drug here. It will put you to sleep, but it won't kill you. And and actually, what it'll do is it'll put you to sleep where you feel nothing, 
and we're going <laughs> to cut you open and take your appendix out. And but we don't know how much to use yet. So you're, here we go. Here we no, go. And, Buckle I, mean, up. I wonder. I'm sure you can research it and find out. But off the top of my head, it just popped in my head that like thinking about that, like wonder how many people died experimentally, you know, like yeah. trying to figure out like one of the biggest things about Andre the Giant is he was so, so, so big and like he was having to have like knee surgeries and stuff. They didn't know how much anesthesia to give him. And like, well, cause didn't he be- pound like a, didn't he pound like a 16 pack of beer a day or something like that? Dude, he has like, the, I think he has the world record for like one sitting of drinking. And I think it was like 130 beers or something. Jeez. And uh, have you ever seen the picture of him holding the beer in his hand? Oh yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he literally was the eighth wonder of the world. It was so such a, such a fitting name for him, but they like, they had to, I think they had to do back surgery and I think they had to do knee surgery on him. And the guy would drink like, you know, cause he's four and they would call like liters, liters of vodka sure. and stuff. And like he, he would drink like two or three liters of vodka or, or wine or whatever, like a, a night, like after, after a show, he, you know, but he was so massive. He had to poop in the bathtub. I didn't know that. Like when y'all, there's a, there's an HBO documentary on under the giant. You need to watch it. It's, it's pretty. Not sure I want to after that fact. Well, they don't show nothing <laughs> dummy, but I mean, like they talk about how his struggle in life was, oh, yeah. was so big, you know, he couldn't fit. He couldn't fit in most cars. It's like he yeah. had to ride in a limousine. Uh, like a like a big limousine, not like a you know like a prom limousine or anything. But uh, yeah, he just his life had to be miserable. But back to what I was saying is like they didn't know how much to give him. So I wonder, like, like you had to probably be like, look, we got to give him almost enough to kill him. You know, but yeah, I mean, what what do you do? Like shock them back in if you give them too much, or they just die? Well, it, no, it's funny. It's funny that you said that. I um when I went in for my. I ended up having to have two surgeries for the same kidney stone. Cause I guess like they went in and pushed it back up into my kidney. This is the first time I guess is what I was understood. But anyway, so yeah. So I, rem- I don't remember anything about that first one, uh, except for when they woke, woke me up. They apparently had trouble getting me to wake up. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they gave me. I, I think they might shoot you with something. I don't really know what my, my, my nurse wife and probably your, uh, pharmacy wife would probably be able to answer these questions, but they give you something, but they gave me something called Versed. And apparently that was what was keeping me under. Cause the anesthesiologist didn't ask me, you know, have you ever been put under or anything like that before? And, right. and, uh, so then like the second time it was funny because, the, there's another anesthesiologist and he come over and he said, Hey, you know, I'm just going to explain everything that happened to you. Super nice guy. Uh, shout out Dr. Joyce. He don't work at Baptist <laughs> anymore. He don't work at Baptist anymore, but dude, man, that guy was a saint, but, um, he, uh, he come over and he said, you know, we explained everything to me. And he said today, is there anything we need to know before? I said, well, I said, they had trouble waking me up last time when we did this a week ago. And, and he said, Oh, okay. I said, and I, and I heard it was cause they gave me verse eight. He said, well, we won't give you verse eight this time. So, I remember, I mean, like I, I, I crawled over to the, uh, exam table the second time and I didn't do that the first time cause I was already out. And then, you know, and I mean, I put my feet up and oh, everything. You were me. already asleep when they, tr- like you couldn't yeah. be transferred to the table. Yep. They did all that. Oh, yep. See, that's cause oh, I was so under, I, I was so under, see, so they didn't put me to sleep until I was already uh, on the table and my, and my uh, feet were up and everything. So 
But they yeah, got it the I, second time, thank goodness. And 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 I was everything was great. That was that was a long week. So I had a stand in and all that crap. You know, it was awful. Oh yeah, yeah, just I've, awful. But I've been victim to of several surgeries, and they're uh, it, it, you know like whenever you want to make light of like PTSD or uh, flashback type trauma, uh, I I can't because I mean I when I go into a hospital like if if I was coming to see you at the hospital, like, you know, I would, the smell and stuff would start to be like, I would get anxiety, you know, like I wouldn't, sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out or nothing. I could sit there and visit with you and stuff, but I mean, like it would make me, Oh yeah. Tense. It would make me a little tense, you know, it's, yeah, it's I get very, it. very non-severe, but, but I just, when I, when I start to see the, you know, the, the green and yellow and red, the colors going down the hallway. So you know where to go, like what, mm-hmm. what direction you're headed. Like, I just mm-hmm. always think of myself laying in one of those hospital beds, going to surgery with the, sh- with the shower cap on my head and, yep. and the gown on. It's just, Oh God. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it gives me the EBGBs, but. You know, something yeah. that I read, I read, I read this years ago. I don't know if it's, I, I, and now, now I don't know if it's true or not. Cause you don't hear anything else about it, but I read an article. It's probably been, at least five years ago that some British, I need to look this up and research it, but some British research team did a lot of research and, and essentially concluded that if somebody gets their appendix taken out, you mentioned your appendix earlier, reminded me, uh, somebody gets their appendix taken out. They are supposedly 33% less likely to get Alzheimer's. Yeah, I don't know. And yet, yet you have not heard a word about it since that article come out. And I think that's really yeah. weird. I don't know anything about all that. You know, like I, I just, how many, t- like we, we just discussed this, what last week or a couple weeks ago, like how many times has science had to adjust what they've said? Because, well, I mean, yeah, like, that's oh, true. We've discovered just... something new. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. They, they, they that in that study, that might have been the result. Right. But like, because I don't know how many people they I don't know how many people they research yeah, and right, all that stuff either. Right, so I don't right. and like how do you literally diagnose Alzheimer's? I mean, like some people this well, is there's brain markers, there's brain markers and stuff, is how they yeah, the MRIs and stuff. Yeah, MRIs and okay, CTs okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, like I was going I was going back to like really, really old school, like whenever like you would just give them cognitive skill tests. And some people just oh, yeah. aren't smart. Like some people can't take tests, you know. Right. Um, and so like it, it makes me go back to like the uh the uh Ellis Island stuff, you know, like if you were standing in line waiting to sign up your family for from you know Europe and you're sitting there and you go <coughs> they're like, uh oh. Oh like, no. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> like they would they would come up there and mark your jacket and then you're getting like nine ways looked over, like sure. I mean, up, down, inside out, all that kind of stuff. And then if they find anything odd about you. If you have a birthmark or something, they're gonna be like, "Nope, we're giving, we're si- we're shipping this guy back." You know, like, yeah. it's it just, I think about how far we've come in medicine, and it's kind of nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. It, think about like, my mom had open heart surgery, and they literally, you know, corrected a valve, you know, mm-hmm. replaced a valve on her heart. I mean, that, that's how you breathe and live, and. You know, like that's that's your source, your brain and your yeah. heart are your two sources of like I well, I guess your lungs too, obviously. But but I'm saying like without those three things, you can't function. I mean, if you gotta breathe, you gotta pump blood, and you gotta think. And yep. uh to to be able to have a decent life, they can stop, they can artificially run your body <laughs> and repair your heart. Yeah. I mean, 
it's nuts, man. It's, it's oh, well, nuts. I mean, you know, and, and furthermore on that whole thing, what, what I think is still just, it's inconceivable to me. A lot of it is, is the the human brain. I'm, I'm trying not to get too, too in, in depth on this because I don't want to bog anybody down, but the human body just in general is amazing. But the human brain, like you said, all of these essential functions, you know, your heart beat, pumping blood through your body, your lungs, putting air into your body, getting, getting that nourishment, you know, and, and, you know, even from your eye blinking to everything, you know, and your, your, your gastrointestinal system working, all that stuff is involuntary. Like you don't have to think to make your heart pump. The brain just like, you know what? I got this. That's on the back burner. Don't worry about it. You know, and your lung, you're, you're breathing. Like, like, and, and then on top of all that, you still have the brain capacity to, to put on a show as good as this show is, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it, yes. it, it really is. And then, and I read, I was watching a uh, documentary talking about how it, they were part, they were talking about like paper cuts and stuff like that. Even, even stuff as simple as that, you get a paper cut, your nerves tell your brain, Hey, this happened. And your brain's like, all right, send all this crap to it. We got to fix it. And you know, it's at just the same time. At the same time, you you can also like, like pain. Your 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 brain is being told to feel yeah. pain. You know, oh like, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I was joking around with my son last night, or I guess it was last night. It might have been two days ago. It doesn't matter. I I like I just kind of put my fist on his head and lifted his head up because he had his chin on the bed, mm-hmm. and I went like this, and then I let go, not thinking about it, and he hit his chin on the bed, and he started to go like. Ugh you know, he started to like wince and pain. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I started to tickle him, you know, just to try to, yeah. try to change his frame of mind. Sure. Because his frame, his frame of mind, he's, he is a very, very reactive child. If he feels somebody else feeling pain, he feels it too. You know, like he's like, when I used to spank Jack's butt for being bad at school or something, Luke would start to cry because he felt bad for Jack going through that. You know, like Jack might not even be crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. might be like, Oh, my butt, you know, or whatever. And sure. Luke would be like, Oh, but anyway, he, I, I, I triggered his brain to think about something else by tickling him. And the pain wasn't, you know, it, that's what's so crazy about it too. Like you just said, like your brain tells your blood to go right to it, to heal it up, mm-hmm. to, punch, oh, yeah. you know, to make it, to make a scab, you know, yep. or whatever. But, but then, but, but then, I mean, and then, then on the other, on the other side of the spectrum, you know, just specifically, I'm talking about kidney stones, uh, <laughs> you know, you got all of these systems and everything working in conjunction with each other to, to keep you alive and something as tiny as, a as, you know, a millimeter or even less than a millimeter stone, little rock of hardened crap that you've eaten throughout your life can completely screw it all up. Isn't it drink you know? though? Like doesn't doesn't it form from drinks, not food? Or is, is it uh, it, it can be yeah, it's 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 everything. Yeah. I mean it's it's everything. I mean it's it's usually drinks that that are the culprit because that's where you get most of your sugars and stuff like that. If you're, you know, drink your sodas and your uh teas apparently was the was one of my big ones, which I didn't I mean I I drank sweet tea, not like a fish, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, it's just, just a lot of stuff that, that goes to it. And there's different kinds of kidney stones too, but, but it's just, you know, and just one little thing like that, man, can really ruin somebody's day. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, uh, I had a guy at work that got a kidney stone and he says that and he's divorced, you know, and 
is divorced twice now, but the first the first ex-wife did not end very peacefully. And he said, you know, he doesn't speak very well of her, obviously. And he goes, I wouldn't wish kidney stones on my ex-wife. And he said, wow. that, you know, like that's, he's like, they hurt so bad. Mm -hmm. I guess everybody's experience is different sizes of them, different shards, oh, yeah. how sharp they are. Cause they yeah. look like little, little bitty asteroids, you know, or whatever, yeah. like they're little, like jagged, some of them yeah. are jagged, some of them, you know, I guess, I don't know. Thank God I've never had one, you know. Well, and, you know something that's kind of neat. I've, I've been, I've been part of a lot of uh, kidney stone surgeries. They're called laser lithotripsies and they literally put a little fiber optic tube in you and shoot this this uh, you can't see the laser actually coming out it's not like star wars which would be really awesome if it was where do they put the tube at <laughs> oh up your urethra <laughs> but anyway but anyway and it's really neat because they got a camera you know they got a camera on the end of it well you're asleep you don't know you don't know don't care but anyway <laughs> anyway they got a camera on the end of it and they put the the fiber optic wire in there too and you can see the fiber optic go right up against that stone. And he said, and he switches it on with his foot and you hear it. It kind of goes and it just keeps blasting like a pulse laser on this stone. And the stone just kind of keeps moving around and starts to get chipped away. And then eventually gets passed. It's, it's fascinating as heck oh, to you watch. You still have to pass it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. A lot of so times, like sometimes they'll grab and it. You still have to pass it. Yeah, sometimes they'll grab it if it's if it's still so big, but yeah, a lot of times off more often than not, because anytime you gotta get surgery and stuff, it's cause you can't pass it yourself. You know, but yeah, yeah, you still gotta still gotta pass it, buddy. Oh yeah. Gross. Oh yeah. I, right, I think I've had, I've had three. Let's, I've had three. <laughs> let's get off the medical. Let's talk football. All right, and what about football? The New York Jets are becoming uh a thorn in my side and they have now stolen i say stolen they've now signed four previous packer players now tell Ooh. me why like uh, build your own team quit being quit being us you know what, like, posi what positions what positions they've are got they two even? wide receivers now okay they've got our quarterback yeah and they've got a lineman that used to protect him and then apparently <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' backup, I think it's Tim Boyle. He was Aaron Rodgers' backup in Green Bay. So, actually, they've got five. So, and they've got Green Bay's offensive coordinator. So, like, Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing the same type of plays that he was doing in Green Bay. So, it's, it's the New York Packers a, is what it is. So, from the, from the perspective of a shallow football fan. You mean XFL fan? I wouldn't even call it football. Anyway, add that in there. Any, any, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you just did. You know, we don't have to put a real one. Go ahead. I'm so, sorry. I, go ahead. Anyway, from the perspective of a shallow football fan, I will say it again. It seems to me like you would want guys that have worked directly and are close to Aaron to go with him. So they would be a more cohesive unit as opposed to him just going to a completely different squad. You can shut your mouth because <laughs> they are taking people that have played for my team to make their team my team. Maybe and you should I, be a Jets fan. 
Oh, I wish you guys could see his face. That was the best. That was the best. I'm going to have to post this on YouTube. I'm going to post this on YouTube. How dare you say that to me? (laughs) You can say whatever you want about my kids, my wife, my family. Don't talk about the pack. Don't talk about the pack. Don't talk about me not liking my football team. I'm just joking. (laughs) Just kidding. But no, it just it's getting irritating at this point. I'm I'm so so excited and ready for the football season to begin, and we're only in May, so we're <laughs> we're still three three months away from regular season. But I'm just really really pumped and excited to see the future. And everywhere yeah. I go, um, everywhere I go, I have a hat or a sweatshirt or a t-shirt. Or even right now, I've got you know the wristband on. My my wedding ring is a Green Bay Packers wedding ring. Um, uh, everywhere I go, people are like, Hey, how you feeling about, you know, like they, they asked me about Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. I'll be at Disney world. And every single day I'll get like a go pack, go, you know, or like, you know, I, I get booed sometimes too. Like sometimes it'll be like a bears fan or something. And they'll be like, boo, you know, and, <laughs> uh, it, it's just fun. NFL has overtaken what used to be America's pastime with baseball and they have just like, it's the most popular sport, I believe besides soccer, soccer worldwide, obviously is a phenomenal yeah, worldwide, but yeah, worldwide, but, I, but I no, think in America, not, yeah. Football. I mean, the I, Super Bowl I, is the game, you know, it's right. You don't hear you do. I mean, obviously you do, but like NBA and MLB, you hear about their championships, obviously, but man, they don't have the halftime shows. They don't have the hoopla of the commercials and, the, and like they don't they don't have that aura of what it means to have that team go. You know, like like you you know, you're a Cardinals fan, baseball. So if the Cardinals get to the World Series, they've still got seven games possibly they have to that's, play. That's exactly that's exactly the point I was just about to make. I think one of the biggest reasons for, like you said, all of the pomp and circumstance for the Super Bowl is because it is down to one game. You know, one game is going to decide the fate of who walks away with a ring and who goes home. And like you said, on baseball, you know, even if they do make it to the championship series – keyword series that's yeah. seven games you know so so i feel like and they gotta win if, they gotta win four right i mean yeah like they gotta so win four so i feel like if you are you know if you're stretching that out in the same way with the nhl the stanley cup playoffs you know um Is it seven oh, games also i think so so a lot of times that will um there's two different ways of looking at this on the one hand it's like okay so yes you got the super bowl it's going to decide all at once this is this is the the champion, you know, and and honestly, I I kind of prefer it that way personally. Um, but then you've got these other people that are like, no, a series would be the way to do it because then that shows who is consistently the better team through an entire series, you know. Um, and I and honestly, I get both. I get both. I do. Um, I I personally do like the whole one and done, all or nothing. You know, I'll say this on the line right uh, there. Yeah. I would be way more into baseball if it was 82 games instead of 162 games. Yeah. Uh, I I think the intensity would be ramped up. The wins would be so much more crucial because you yourself have said like jokingly, like I'm going to St. Louis, uh, but I'm St. Louis poison, you know, and they, and they lose again, but, but it, but it's almost like it's meaningless, you know, like, because there's, there's 98 more games to go, you know, like it just, 
I know that it ultimately boils down to your standings. Obviously it does, you know, but if there was, if you cut it in half, you know, and you only played 82 games where 41 home games and 41 away games. Right. And man, not only would it like, I know attendance is still pretty good, but like there'll be times, dude, you know it. That you'll look not maybe not St. Louis, but like you'll. I would say you know, yeah, other other stadiums, absolutely. I know like you'll, Oakland. You'll look, o- oh my God! O- you'll look out in the crowd, yeah. and there's like ten percent of the people are there, yeah. and you're sitting there going, "How the hell do these baseball teams make money?" But mm-hmm. it's from it's from you know advertisements and stuff, but merchandising, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, give me a break. How do they afford to like? How does Oakland, for example, afford to pay millions and millions of dollars of their roster, and they can't sell a, a game? You know, yeah, like you're right, and, and anyway, but uh, enough enough of the of the baseball talk. I, I was reading this article uh, about The Rock. Have you heard about this, uh, Dwayne Johnson? I know his birthday was the other day. That's about all I know. Well, apparently, like he's involved in some kind of lawsuit about kidnapping. Uh, like, and so do tell, do tell. <laughs> yeah, this is just this is on uh, Inside the Magic. You know, the it's like a Disney website. Yeah. Uh, but I don't says, always uh, trust. I don't always trust that website, dude. They're, well, they're, I know, uh, but I'm just no. I'm not saying it's factual. I'm just telling you this yeah. is what the article says. He was in line to return as Maui for a live action Moana. And it says uh, it says the announcement of the movie was met with mixed reviews, as many fans have said they were tired of live action remakes. Which I'm hoping so bad. We talked about this last night, me and you personally. I hope the Little Mermaid fails miserably, just because I'm so sick of these redos, uh, these remakes of live action, because they just sure. don't do it right. And it was done right the first. Little Mermaid is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, and it brought Disney back from brink the brink of bankruptcy. You know, like they were in bad shape at the time, mm-hmm. and that was the start of the success that they grew to. You know, like then it was Aladdin, then it was you know. Uh, Lion King and all and that, yeah. and the Beast and Lion King and Toy Story and like then it just sky you know the, the future was sure. w- where we are now. Anyway, fans are saying that Disney has become lazy in its quest for storytelling, relying on remakes of the same films instead of coming up with new ones. But anyway, so The Rock is in uh, Jungle Cruise. They were supposed to make sequels of it. Um, he's in. He was in Black Adam. Now they've axed that. It says, if that wasn't enough, Dwayne Johnson has now been named as a defendant in a $3 billion lawsuit alleging kidnapping that has just moved forward in the judicial system. The Rock, alongside with many others, are being sued by, I'm going to butcher this name, Trinesha Biggers, also known as Rocka Khan, during her TNA and WWE days, alleging that she and her kids were kidnapped. <laughs> It says, with all the surrounding Dwayne Johnson, a new report has now indicated that the actor will not be joining the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise after all. They, they were saying he was going to be in the next one, apparently. I didn't know. I didn't know that. And uh, now they're now this is starting to stir up the speculation, will Johnny Depp come back? And this is where I stand on that. I just, I, I think the franchise is done. Move he on. Put his, he put his thumb down, folks, in case y'all. Because <laughs> when you don't make sound effects with your, <laughs> I did. I made a fart noise. I went. Oh, there it went. Through. It didn't go through. That's so weird. Oh. I barely heard. It. Yeah, oh. that's weird. Oh, that's really oh. weird. Double fart noise. You know. See, so... I didn't hear it that time. That's so weird. That's so weird. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's so uh, weird. Anyway, anyway I, I like the first couple Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. but like they they went too far, dude. They went too far. Two out there, just like they always do. Sequel after sequel after sequel. 
It may got to keep uh, up in the stakes and then the stakes uh, just get uh, whatever. Um, how about how about this? How about a quality film? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So you were just bringing up, you just brought up to me, you know, today uh, for, for me and you, it's May the 4th. And you were like, hey, oh, that's that's cool. This just popped up in my feed. And you were showing me the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show where the, all the cast did the uh, acapella theme song of Star mm-hmm. Wars. Right. And my beef with that, I think most people I know agree with me that Jimmy Fallon is the most like, I wish I had a better vocabulary, but he is just, he's the most suck ass, like God awful host of the tonight show. Like he is super, he's super fake. Oh Um, my gosh. And it's funny though, because I mean, even, even like I remember, cause when he first started the tonight show, um, I remember even his first night, I was like, he's fangirling too much. He's fangirling too much. And it, and it's only got, I feel like it's only gotten worse. I feel like that's something that people would, would slash should have noticed or complained about. And then they would have fixed it obviously. But yeah, uh, he is still just, Oh, I was, I was getting really excited when he was going through the, like when when he broke his hand or hurt his hand or something, I was getting really excited with a knife or something. Well, they were talking about he's having a, a drinking problem. I was getting really excited, hoping they would replace him. Yeah, but but he is stuck around, and uh, I guess he gets the ratings. But what bothers me about him is, is that for one, the other thing is too. This is the other thing that kills me, and I know that there's a lot of unoriginal copycats out there, right? Mm-hmm. But he has made his living from Saturday Night Live all the way to now, just tagging along and copying off of other comedians and like just jumping on board with them. Like, I mean, his Adam Sandler impersonation and all that, like all the, he has to sing and he, he has to sing. Who did that? Adam Sandler. You know, I know Steve yeah. Martin did it too, but I'm just saying like, I, and again, I know it's hip, you know, hypocritical, like, Oh, well, other comedians have done it, but man, he's just so annoying about it. You know, oh, and yeah. like the star Wars skit, for example, he couldn't just let the cast. We haven't had a star Wars movie in 20 years at that point. Well, close to it. Early two thousands, right? Two thousand one, yeah, something like that. that. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We haven't had a Star Wars movie in like fifteen years, and why does he have to be the center square singing the song with him? And like, whenever they do, like the Roots, that's a pretty, that's a pretty talented band. That's his Tonight sure. Show band. Sure. Whenever they have musical guests, why, why does he have to participate in singing songs with a musical guest? Why can't we just hear them do the school instruments with the Roots? You know, like right. Metallica did Inner Sandman with, with the Roots, oh, yeah. and they're all playing like little kid uh, preschool instruments. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon is right there singing mm-hmm. along and doing it with. Like, I just don't get why you have to do that. You know, uh, I mean, it I is mean, his show. It is his. It's show. his show, but you have skits though. Like, yeah. Conan O'Brien wasn't in every skit he was in. See, my Tonight Show host go in this order of of me being alive, obviously. Johnny Carson is the epitome of the Tonight Show. There, there is no one better ever will be. Um, I, I, you know, I completely disagree with Howard Stern. He, he hated Johnny Carson. I, I think Johnny Carson is and always will be the Tonight Show. Yeah. And uh, then number two is Conan O'Brien because I love Conan O'Brien with all my heart. I, I think he is one of the most creative and funny host ever. Like the Conan O'Brien show, then the Tonight Show. That he only had it for a year. But still, mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, like, because it was basically the Conan O'Brien show with the Tonight Show logo. 
Right. And he was, he's so great with guests because he's not afraid to like pick at them and have them pick at him. And like, it's yeah. just, it's natural. It feels, na- it's like me and you talking. It's yeah. just like, it's, it's, there's a flow to it. He gets their plugs that they need to plug in, but they mm-hmm. also have a little fun too. You know, Andy Richter added to that. And, and, Conan had the Johnny Carson setup. See, he had Andy Richter, whereas Johnny Carson had Ed McMahon. Yeah, you know? and he sat there on the couch, right? I mean, didn't yep. Andy always sat there the, the whole time, too? just like Ed McMahon did? And uh, did you watch much Johnny Carson growing up? See, how, I, see, like, I was I was really young, and that was late night TV. Yeah, so yeah. no, I was like, more I was more like Jay Leno era. Gotcha. See, Jay Leno really rubbed me the wrong way because I've never been a real David Letterman fan until like I appreciate it now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he growing, was really dry growing, and stuff back then. And... Growing up, I thought he was more of like a smart ass, and I didn't really sure. get it. I didn't get it. Sure. And um, like my dad would work midnights, and me and mom would stay up, and we'd be like, let's watch Johnny Carson. You know, like we we would love it, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jay Leno would be number three, and then Jimmy Fallon somewhere like after the next five hosts. I, I don't care who the next host is. He'll still be the, the bottom of the list for me. I, yeah. I just don't like him. I mean, he ruins like – the fun that I'm doing, I'm like, I'm watching a skit. I'm like, Oh, this is hilarious. And then all of a sudden Jimmy Fallon's like, let me do mine. You know, like you're like, you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know. And I loved, I used to love Jimmy Kimmel until he got so political. You know, he got so yeah. political and I don't even care what, what side you're on. It's just shut up and tell us something else. That's funny. Well, you know? see that, that that's how I feel. That's how I feel about like Seth Myers. And, and I know that he is nowhere near people's favorite, but like, when he first started, it was such a quirky show because he had Fred Armisen was the head of their band, and that was all really funny because I think I because I, I'm still I'm still an SNL fan. I mean I know it's nothing like it used to be with Chevy and all them, but I'm still a fan of SNL. And you know, and Seth Meyers. Wow, was a you big went back to that. Chevy Chase. That's how far you. Well, went Chevy back? and John Lovitz, and you know, and all those wow, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that was that, everybody says that was the heyday. You know, but no, anyway, Chevy I'm, was I'm, the seventies, dude. John Lovitz was the like late eighties, early nineties. Oh, uh, well, I mean, you know, the, the era when people quote, it was still good. You know what I'm I talking got about. I got, I, I got you. Sorry. But, but anyway, so, but um, I'm still a big fan. I'm still a big fan of SNL. And Seth Meyers was a, was a, one of the head writers and was a big part of that, you know, back in the era that I'm talking about with like Bill Hader and Fred Armisen and all those guys. But it was just such a quirky and funny show. And then Donald Trump got elected. And... That was just the only thing Seth talked about. And I'm just like, man, I'm just, I hear so much about all of that stuff on the news and everywhere else. Can we please, please just talk about something else? And he literally had nothing else but all that. And I'm just like, man, I'm just sick of hearing it. You know, I agree. Whether you like the guy or not. I'm just well, so I don't care. sick of hearing it, you know. Yeah, I don't care what political party they're making fun of. I don't. I don't. I'm not watching that show to watch politics. I'm watching right. it to watch comedy. Uh, that's another thing that I really respected about Conan O'Brien is that he made very few jokes. Like, I mean, about presidents and stuff. I think because he was so like. I mean, no, I'm not going to say he didn't make jokes. He definitely did, right. but not like a whole monologue. Like he would probably like make a joke about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Sure. Or he'd make a joke about Trump and a mistress or whatever, you know, but like it, it. All right. And what about football? The New York jets are becoming uh, a thorn in my side and they have now stolen. I say stolen. They've now signed 
four previous Packer players. Now tell Ooh. me why. Like build uh, your own team. Quit being quit being us. You know, what like posi- what positions? What positions? They've are got they two wide receivers now. Okay. They've got our quarterback. Yeah. And they've got a lineman that used to protect him. And then apparently <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' backup. I think it's Tim Boyle. He was Aaron Rodgers' backup in Green Bay. So actually, they've got five. So and they've got Green Bay's offensive coordinator. So like. Aaron Rodgers is going to be doing the same type of plays that he was doing in Green Bay. So it's, it's the New York Packers a, is what it is. So from the from the perspective of a shallow football fan, you mean XFL fan? I wouldn't even call it football. Anyway, add that in there. Any any <laughs> yeah yeah you just did. You know we don't have to put a real one. Go ahead. I'm so, sorry. I, go ahead. Anyway, from the perspective of a shallow football fan, I will say it again. It seems to me like you would want guys that have worked directly and are close to Aaron to go with him so they would be a more cohesive unit as opposed to him just going to a completely different squad. You can shut your mouth because... (laughs) They are taking people that have played for my team to make their team my team. Maybe and you should I, be a Jets fan. <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see his face. That was the best. That was the how, best. I'm going to have to post this on YouTube. You. I'm going to post this on YouTube. How dare you say that to me? <laughs> you can say whatever you want about my kids, my wife. Don't talk about the pack. Don't talk about. Don't the pack. talk about me not liking my football team. No, I'm just <laughs> just kidding. But no, it just it's getting irritating at this point. I'm I'm so so excited and ready for the football season to begin, and we're only in May, so we're <laughs> we're still three three months away from regular season. But I'm just really really pumped and excited to see the future. And everywhere yeah. I go, um, everywhere I go, I have a hat or a sweatshirt or a t-shirt, or even right now I've got, you know, the wristband on my, my wedding ring is a green Bay Packers wedding ring. Um, I, everywhere I go, people are like, Hey, how you feeling about, you know, like they, they asked me about Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. I'll be at Disney world. And every single day I'll get like a go pack, go, you know, or like, you know, I, I get booed sometimes too. Like sometimes it'll be like a bears fan or something. And they'll be like, Boo, you know, and uh, it's just fun. NFL has overtaken what used to be America's pastime with baseball, and they have just like it's the most popular sport, I believe, besides soccer. Soccer worldwide, obviously, is a phenomenal, yeah, worldwide, but yeah, worldwide. But I know in America, yeah, football, I mean, the Super Bowl is the game, you know, it's right, you don't hear you do. I mean, obviously you do, but like NBA and MLB, you hear about their championships, obviously, but man, they don't have the halftime shows. They don't have the hoopla of the commercials and, the, and like, they don't, they don't have that aura of what it means to have that team go, you know, like, like, you, you know, you're a Cardinals fan baseball. So if the Cardinals get to the World Series, they've still got seven games possibly they have to that's, play. That's exactly that's exactly the point I was just about to make. I think one of the biggest reasons for, like you said, all of the pomp and circumstance for the Super Bowl is because it is down to one 
game. You know, one game is going to decide the fate of who walks away with a ring and who goes home. And like you said, on baseball, you know, even if they do make it to the championship series, keyword series, that's yeah. seven games, you know, so, so I feel like they've they, got to win. They got to win four, right? I mean, yeah, like they got to so, win four. So I feel like if you are, you know, if you're stretching that out in the same way with the NHL, the Stanley cup playoffs, you know, um, Is it seven oh, games also, I think so. So a lot of times that will, um, there's two different ways of looking at this. On the one hand, it's like, okay, so yes, you got the Super Bowl. It's going to decide all at once. This is this is the the champion, you know. And and honestly, I I kind of prefer it that way personally. Um, but then you've got these other people that are like, no, a series would be the way to do it because then that shows who is consistently the better team through an entire series, you know. Um, and I and honestly, I get both. I get both. I do. Um, I I personally do like the whole one and done, all or nothing, you know. I'll say this on the line right uh, there. Yeah, I, I would be way more into baseball if it was eighty-two games instead of one hundred and sixty-two games. Yeah, uh, I, I think the intensity would be ramped up. The wins would be so much more crucial because you yourself have said like jokingly, like oh, I'm going to St. Louis, uh, but I'm St. Louis poison, you know, and they, and they oh, lose yeah. again, but, but it be, but it's almost like it's meaningless, you know, like, because there's a, there's 98 more games to go, you know, like it just, I, I, I know that it ultimately boils down to your standings. Obviously it does, you know, but if there was, if you cut it in half, you know, and you only played 82 games where 41 home games and 41 away games, Right. And man, not only would it like, I know attendance is still pretty good, but like there'll be times, dude, you know it, that you'll look not maybe not St. Louis, but like you'll I'll say, you'll, yeah, other, other stadiums. Absolutely. I know like you'll, Oakland. You'll look, oh, oh my God. Oak, you'll look out in the crowd yeah. and there's like 10% nobody there. of the people are there. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, how the hell do these baseball teams make money? But mm-hmm. it's from, it's from, you know, advertisements and stuff, but merchandising, I mean, yeah, dude, I mean, give me a break. How do they afford to like, how does Oakland, for example, afford to pay millions and millions of dollars of their roster and they can't sell a, a game, you know, yeah, like you're right. And, and anyway, but, uh, enough, enough of the, of the baseball talk. I, I was reading this article, <laughs> uh, about the rock. Have you heard about this? Uh, Dwayne Johnson. I know his birthday was the other day. That's about all I know. Well, apparently, like he's involved in some kind of lawsuit about kidnapping, uh, like and so do tell, do tell. <laughs> yeah, this is just this is on uh, Inside the Magic. You know, the it's like our Disney website. Yeah. Uh, but I don't says, always uh, trust. I don't always trust that website, dude. They're, well, they're, I know, uh, but I'm just no. I'm not saying it's factual. I'm just telling you this yeah. is what the article says. He was in line to return as Maui for a live action Moana. And it says. Uh, it says the announcement of the movie was met with mixed reviews as many fans have said they were tired of live action remakes, which I'm hoping so bad. We talked about this last night, me and you personally. I hope The Little Mermaid fails miserably just because I'm so sick of these redos, uh, these remakes of live action because they just sure. don't do it right. And it was done right. The first Little Mermaid is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. And it brought Disney back from brink, the brink of bankruptcy. You know, like they were in bad shape at the time. Mm-hmm. And that was the start of the success that they grew to, you know, like then it was Aladdin, then it was, you know, uh, Lion Aladdin, King and all and that, yeah. Beating the Beast and Lion King and Toy Story. And like, then it just sky, you know, the, the future sure. was w- where we are now. Anyway, fans are saying that Disney has become lazy in its quest for storytelling, relying on remakes 
of the same films instead of coming up with new ones. But anyway, so The Rock is in uh, Jungle Cruise. They were supposed to make sequels of it. Um, he's in. He was in Black Adam. Now they've axed that. It says, if that wasn't enough, Dwayne Johnson has now been named as a defendant in a $3 billion lawsuit alleging kidnapping that has just moved forward in the judicial system. The Rock, alongside with many others, are being sued by, I'm going to butcher this name, Trinesha Biggers, also known as Rocka Khan, during her TNA and WWE days, alleging that she and her kids were kidnapped. <laughs> It says, with all the surrounding Dwayne Johnson, a new report has now indicated that the actor will not be joining the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise after all. They, they were saying he was going to be in the next one, apparently. I didn't know. I didn't know that. And uh, now they're now this is starting to stir up the speculation, will Johnny Depp come back? And this is where I stand on that. I just, I, I think the franchise is done. Move he on. Put his, he put his thumb down, folks, in case y'all. Because <laughs> when you don't make sound effects with your, <laughs> I did. I made a fart noise. I went. Oh, there it went. Through. It didn't go through. That's so weird. Oh. I barely heard. Yeah, oh. that's weird. Oh, that's really oh. weird. Double fart noise. You know. See, so... I didn't hear it that time. That's so weird. That's so weird. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's so uh, weird. Anyway, anyway I, I like the first couple Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. but like they they went too far, dude. They went too far. Two out there, just like they always do. Sequel after sequel after sequel. It may gotta keep uh, up in the stakes and then the stakes uh, just get uh, whatever. Mate, how about how about this? How about a quality film? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So you were just bringing up you just brought up to me, you know, today uh, for, for me and you, it's May the 4th. And you were like, hey, oh, that's that's cool. This just popped up in my feed. And you were showing me the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show where the, all the cast did the uh, acapella theme song of Star mm -hmm. Wars. Right. And my beef with that, and I think most people I know agree with me, that Jimmy Fallon is the most like, I wish I had a better vocabulary, but he is just, he's the most suck ass, like God awful host of the tonight show. Like that, that he possibly... is super, he's super fake. Oh um, my gosh. And it's, it's funny though, because I mean, even, even like his, I remember, cause when he first started the tonight show, um, I remember even his first night, I was like, he's fangirling too much. He's fangirling Woo. too much. Woo. And it, and it's only got, I feel like it's only gotten worse. I feel like that's something that people would, would slash should have noticed or complained about. And then they would have fixed it obviously. But yeah, uh, he is still I, just, Oh, I was, I was getting really excited when he was going through the, like when, remember when he broke his hand or hurt his hand yeah. or something, I yeah, was getting cut really it excited. With a knife or something. Well, they were talking about, he was having a, a drinking problem. I was getting really excited, hoping they would replace him. Yeah, but but he is stuck around, and uh, I guess he gets the ratings. But what bothers me about him is, is that for one, the other thing is too. This is the other thing that kills me, and I know that there's a lot of unoriginal copycats out there, right? Mm -hmm. But he has made his living from Saturday Night Live all the way to now, just tagging along and copying off of other comedians and like just jumping on board with them. Like, I mean, his Adam Sandler impersonation and all that, like all the, he has to sing and he, he has to sing. Who did that? Adam Sandler. You know, I know Steve yeah. Martin did it too, but I'm just saying like, I, and again, I know it's hip, hip, hypocritical, like, Oh, well, other comedians have done it, but man, he's just so annoying about it. You know? Oh and yeah. Like, 
the Star Wars skit, for example, he couldn't just let the cast. We haven't had a Star Wars movie in 20 years at that point. Well, close to it. it was early 2000s, right? 2001. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. We haven't had a Star Wars movie in like 15 years. And why does he have to be the center square singing the song with him? And like whenever they do like the roots, that's a pretty that's a pretty talented band. That's his tonight sure. show band. Sure. Whenever they have musical guests, why why does he have to participate in singing songs with a musical guest? Why can't we just hear them do the school instruments with the roots? You know, like right. Metallica did Inner Sandman with, with the roots, oh, yeah. and they're all playing like little kid uh preschool instruments. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon is right there singing mm-hmm. along and doing it with like I just don't get why you have to do that, you know. Uh I mean it I, is his it, show. It is his it's show. It's his show, but you have skits though. Like yeah. Conan O'Brien wasn't in every skit he was in. See, my tonight show host go in this order of of me being alive, obviously. Johnny Carson is the epitome of the tonight show. There, there is no one better ever will be. Um I you know, I completely disagree with Howard Stern. He he hated Johnny Carson. I, I think Johnny Carson is and always will be the Tonight Show. Yeah. And uh, then number two is Conan O'Brien because I love Conan O'Brien with all my heart. I, I think he is one of the most creative and funny hosts ever. Like the Conan O'Brien show, then the Tonight Show. That he only had it for a year, but still mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, like because it was basically the Conan O'Brien show with the Tonight Show logo. Right. And he was he's so great with guests because he's not afraid to like pick at them and have them pick at him. And like, it's yeah. just, it's natural. It feels, na- it's like me and you talking. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's, there's a flow to it. He gets their plugs that they need to plug in, but they mm-hmm. also have a little fun too. You know, Andy Richter added to that. And, and Conan had the Johnny Carson setup. See, he had Andy Richter, whereas Johnny Carson had Ed McMahon. Yeah, you know, and he sat there on the couch, right? I mean, didn't yep. Andy sat there the, the whole time, too? just like Ed McMahon did? And uh, did you watch much Johnny Carson growing up? See how? I, see, like, I was I was really young, and that was late night TV. Yeah, so yeah. no, I was like, more I was more like Jay Leno era. Gotcha. See, Jay Leno really rubbed me the wrong way because I've never been a real David Letterman fan until like I appreciate it now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he growing, was really dry growing, and stuff back then. Growing up, I thought he was more of like a smart ass, and I didn't really sure. get it. I didn't get it. Sure. And um, like my dad would work midnights and me and mom would stay up and we'd be like, let's watch Johnny Carson. You know, like we, we would love it, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, Jay Leno would be number three. And then Jimmy Fallon somewhere like after the next five hosts, I, I don't care who the next host is. He'll still be the, the bottom of the list for me. I, yeah. I just don't like him. I mean, he ruins like the fun that I'm doing. I'm like, I'm watching a skit. I'm like, Oh, this is hilarious. And then all of a sudden Jimmy Fallon's like, let me do mine. You know, like you're like, Ugh. you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know. And I loved, I used to love Jimmy Kimmel until he got so political. You know, he got so yeah. political. And I don't even care what, what side you're on. It's just shut up and tell us something else that's funny. Well, you know? see, that, that that's how I feel. That's how I feel about like Seth Myers. And, and I know that he is nowhere near people's favorite, but like when he first started, it was such a quirky show because he had Fred Armisen was the head of their band. And that was all really funny because I think I because I, I'm still I'm still an SNL fan. I mean I know it's nothing like it used to be with Chevy and all them, but I'm still a fan of SNL. And you know, and Seth Myers. Wow, was a you big went back to that. Chevy Chase. That's how far you. Well, went Chevy back. and John Lovitz, and you know, and all those wow, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that was that, everybody says that was the heyday. You know, but no, anyway, Chevy I'm, was I'm, the '70s, dude. John Lovitz was the like late '80s, early '90s. Oh uh, well, I mean, you know, the, the era when people quote 
it was still good. You know what I'm I talking got you. about. I got, I got you. Sorry. But, but anyway, so, but um, I'm still a big fan. I'm still a big fan of SNL. And Seth Myers was a, was a, one of the head writers and was a big part of that, you know, back in the era that I'm talking about with like Bill Hader and Fred Armisen and all those guys. But it was just such a quirky and funny show. And then Donald Trump got elected. And that was just the only thing Seth talked about. And I'm just like, man, I'm just, I hear so much about all of that stuff on the news and everywhere else. Can we please, please just talk about something else? And he literally had nothing else but all that. And I was like, man, I'm just sick of hearing it. You know, I, mean, whether, I agree. You like, they- whether you like the guy or not. I'm just well, so I don't care. sick of hearing it, you know. Yeah, I don't care what political party they're making fun of. I don't. I don't. I'm not watching that show to watch politics. I'm watching right. it to watch comedy. Uh, that's w- another thing that I really respected about Conan O'Brien is that he made very few jokes. Like, I mean, about presidents and stuff. I think because he was so like, I mean, no, I'm not going to say he didn't make jokes. He definitely did, right. but not like a whole monologue. Like he would probably like make a joke about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Sure. Or he'd make a joke about Trump and a mistress or whatever, you know, but like, it it wasn't like about like political stances on things. You know what I mean? Right. Like he wasn't, you know, it's like, uh, do you remember when nine 11 happened and like everything was just like, wait, not nine 11. Uh, that was the thing with the, yeah, I remember nine 11. You asked me if I remembered when 9-11 happened. Yes, I remember when 9-11 happened. I think I didn't really finish alive. my statement. I didn't finish Sorry, my statement. Go ahead. I'm excuse such me. A smart excuse me. Okay. Excuse, excuse me. me. Nobody knows what I nobody <laughs> knows what I'm talking about more than me. Okay. So let me finish what I'm saying. Let me finish what I'm saying. You're being rude. You're being rude. You're being very rude. Uh anyway, when 9-11 happened, like TV, like basically like hi-ya, it like stopped, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then uh, SNL, obviously they're in New York, so they were on mm-hmm. hold for I don't know how long it was, but like the, the first episode back, they had Giuliani and the firefighters and some yep. of the policemen and stuff, and he they made that classic like, can we be funny, you know? Right. And uh, Giuliani said, "Why start now?" You know, like that was <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, yeah. That, that was great. But, yeah, all of uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like we're we're in the midst of a writer strike again you know, uh, now. And that's, uh, we're, I what I mean about that is we're going to be on, we're going to be halted on, uh, apparently like tonight show episodes, uh, SNL, yep. there, yep. there's articles out saying like expect reruns because this, there's another strikeout. So like, I guess my whole point was we're going to be, we're going to have no new material for a while from shows like that. Um, and, you know, back going, going back to just before we move on too far, that nine 11 stuff, has there ever been and will there ever be a more iconic ceremonial first pitch to a ball game? Oh, dude, that almost that that'll bring tears to my eyes. Yeah. Watching, like there's a great like 10 or 12 minute video on YouTube and it's watching Bush. Like I'm a now look, I'm I don't I try not to get real political, but I've I love George W. Bush. Yeah. I, so you're a Bush I, fan. I I'm talking about as a person. Like I, I just yeah. thought he was he was a goober, but he he admitted it and like he he wore it <laughs> like well, and like he you know he'd be like strategy, you know like he just, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just I I loved Bush. I, he was 
humble enough to be like, yeah, make fun of me. It's okay. You know, she sure. wasn't a big baby bitch like Trump is, but I, and I voted for Trump. But anyway, um, there's a video where like it shows him walking around Yankee Stadium and, you know, he's got his like windbreaker jacket on, but underneath he's yeah. got the bulletproof vest and all that. And uh, he, he was so like, He's so dedicated. He's like, I got to go down here and warm my arm up, you know. And mm-hmm. he goes down there and he's like pitching down in the basement or whatever where they mm-hmm. used to work out. And then like, man, he smokes it across that plate. Too. Oh, it was a great and, pitch. And and again, yeah. that's what's so funny is like such a such an iconic moment that and just for the people that 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 Woo. don't know and haven't seen it, please look it up because it is pretty awesome. It was the first uh, home Yankee game in Yankee Stadium since nine eleven. And so they did a big tribute and everything. And George W. Bush was president. He was president at the time, obviously, uh, goes out and just throws a perfect pitch down the middle of the plate. And, and I mean, it was just, it was just such an American, you know, iconic, like moment that that is awesome. It's awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll rival that one with you. I don't know which one's more impactful, but I love it too. When Bush goes to ground zero and he's sitting there and he's got that megaphone, he's talking. Mm-hmm. And or, or, well, first, he doesn't have a megaphone. He's like, you know, uh, we're going to do this and that, you know, and, and the people are like, we can't hear you, you know, and he goes, well, I can hear you. And soon the people that took these buildings down will hear from all of us. And I was like, ah! you know, just <laughs> yeah. like it's just the Americana of that. Like, I, there's just I don't know, man, like it just felt like he was the right guy to deliver those kind of like umph. You know, speech well, like, and, and even you know, and like, even Giuliani as mayor did did an amazing job. I feel like oh, that. who would have ever thought that he'd be so disgraced? Now it, it's sad, right? I think it's sad. I think it's really sad. But you're he right. Did I mean, some, he did some of it to himself. Well, yeah, but he, he did some uh, of it to himself. But the other part is the mass media hating on him. You know, uh, but yeah, like who would have ever thought that that guy who was like the hero of New York mm-hmm. uh, in a time oh, yeah. of sorrow. Um, I mean, I don't know what he personally did, but he was the face of New York. You yeah, know? yeah. And in the recovery of everything. And now he's a disgrace to like just, you know, kind of crazy you know, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, kind of well, that's <laughs> he's kind of a crazy that's dude. Why, yeah, that's why I say he kind of did it to himself, is that he uh I mean he 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 backed he the wrong the horse, I think is what he, happened. He took you the know? path that he took he took the path, you know, like yeah. nobody else made him do what he did, you know, all the things that he did and said. But uh, yeah, Bush was Bush was cool because like you know they throw a shoe at him. He just you know he like duck and <laughs> yeah. What one thing I love about Bush and I've said this before I think uh, probably a hundred fifty times, but he would go on Jimmy Kimmel. You know Jimmy Kimmel would bash the crap out of Bush. I mean he was a Republican, sure. so of course he would, right? And call him a horrible president and stuff like that. But when the when he's willing to come on his show, oh, well, you're a good guy, Mister Bush. You know like that, yeah. that hypocrite bullcrap. But anyway, George would come on there, and I know him personally, so I can call him George. George, yeah. But good, uh, good buddy, good buddy. Yeah. Years. But but W <laughs> would go on there, and he would just be like, he's like, hey, w. he's pretty funny, <laughs> you know. Like he would do like he did sure. laugh and stuff, and uh, he's like, well, what do you think about Obama? And he'd go, it's not my job to say like how how he's performing as president. I I, I just hope he does the best for his for the country. And I'm like, man, what a great answer! Like, what a great non judgmental answer. You yeah. know, and now you got Obama and Trump and all that, and they're all going, he sucks, he he's yeah. worthless, 
crazy yeah. Joe, you know, and all that kind of, you know, and the, and all the way around too, like they're bashing the crap out of Trump. So I just hate the state that we're in, man. I wish we could rewind about 20 years ago, you know, like, and just kind of be back in the, cause like there was a period where we were all like all for one, one for all. Oh yeah, you know? man. Oh yeah. Now it's like everybody, we hate everybody. We hate you for not going to the same school i go to or what i just oh my gosh it's just i uh i gotta i gotta go back to you you him the uh bush getting the shoes thrown at him the shoe thrown at him <laughs> yeah uh man that reminds me of that uh snl skit when will ferrell do you remember what he said when will ferrell was george bush do you remember that please 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 tell me you remember that skit i, mean, I remember being bush what do you what specifically so... are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's responding he's responding and pardon my will ferrell is george bush impression but i'm going to say it he says all right he says he gets the you know he's talking about it and all that and he says shoe me once shoes on you he says shoe me twice i'm keeping those shoes <laughs> <laughs> and i just think that's the funniest the yeah. funniest thing um that's, See, it's they, right up there it's right up there with the whole fool me once shame on you fool yeah. me twice strike three you know, like yeah. you know michael scott but yeah, yeah it's just um it's just well, that's a that's an iconic thing, but funny. See, the neat thing about that too is that they weren't like hammering Bush like horribly, but they were making fun of him. Like, yeah, they but, make fun of every president but, that comes through. But there, it was yeah. lighthearted, you know. Like yeah. now it's like vicious, you know. It's, yeah. it's 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 just so vicious. Like, and it's it's not just Trump. They do Biden too, and but still, it, it, we went from like a wholesome type of like fun poking around to like let's beat the living crap out of this person media wise mm -hmm. anybody anybody yeah so oh, yeah. it just i don't know why we have to do that i mean i wish there was like i said there was some way that we were having this discussion that are not about like when do you let your kids get on social media and we were like our kids are going we were having a soccer banquet and i was like talking to another parent i was like you don't let him have uh twitter or facebook or anything do you and they're like oh lord no you know and uh, one of the moms said, she goes, I've actually told my kid that I'll give him a hundred dollars for every year. He's not on social media. And so if he gets to graduation, that's 1800 bucks he gets for not being sweet. On, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's you a good idea. I like well, that. Well, I, I mean, like that. All you have to do is a hundred bucks a year. That's nothing. You know, like uh, just put it aside. And, wow. When do, what, and it, what age do you start giving it to him though? Well, you give him. That's their graduation, man. At eighteen, you give them eighteen hundred bucks, and because the, they're an adult, oh, for, technically. Yeah, but if, but if they're one and two and three years old, you're paying them a hundred dollars for that. Not that year. You give it to them in a lump sum. No, I know that, but I mean, you're counting yes. those years. Yes. Eh, seems like a lot of money. Seems like a oh lot of money. Oh my then. gosh! And I'm like, the cheapskate, but I mean, I'm all uh, for it. Like, if, uh, oh God. Yes. I ain't You're, giving you money. They don't even know what Facebook is, and my son's nine. He don't even know what Facebook is. That's see, yet, see how much money you're saving. And yet, and yet, you post on Facebook like he's gonna read it. I said he was too young for it in my post, Benjamin. I, I don't. That's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I hate it was dumb. Facebook so bad. It's so stupid. Not that I have never done it, man. I'm I want to say something nice about my son on his birthday yesterday. Okay. Get off my back about it. And where was bud. your son? Where was your son? Was he? He on don't Facebook? know anything about the post. Exactly, okay? dude. That's not the point. That's like Ben. It's a no, public display of my appreciation. Of yeah, it's my like son. Saying, Happy anniversary, honey. She's right there next to you, dude. 
All you're wanting is for people to go, oh, did you see what Colin posted? Happy oh birthday, gosh. Landon. Oh, happy gosh. birthday, Landon. Yeah, happy birthday, Landon. That's a, that's great. He's yeah, that's what I want, though, from, from strangers and people I haven't talked to in, in a long time. It's the recognition, man. I want oh people to gosh. I want people to love me. I'm getting heated. I, I can't continue this episode very much longer. I, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't know why you I'm not. I, I hate, I hate posts like that. And my wife does it. I've oh. done it. But your I, podcast I get... partner does it. That's the one guy you thought you could trust. Not really. <laughs> you're the guy that I talk about when I say that stuff. <laughs> Great. No, you're no, I'm not. I know who is so. <laughs> i'm not the guy you talk about uh, when Am people I? post when people <laughs> you're one yeah. of them oh. yes you're very guilty of it dude like i mean uh, who wants to uh, like, it's a public display it's a public display There's, of there is of no purpose to do that your son is your son that lives at home who is a hundred percent a hundred percent under your control and under your supervision, why post on why post on Facebook? Happy birthday, Landon! Uh, no, you don't have Facebook, but I, I just I don't get it. I, I just doesn't. No, I mean you're right. I and, I and I do understand where you come from. A lot of times when I again post like, let me again let me say I apologize because I've done it before. I don't do yeah. it anymore. I don't do it anymore. But I have done it, so um, I'm not guilt free. I find myself a lot of times though, like I think yesterday because you're right i did i did kind of look at it from your perspective that you're ranting about you know because you're right you're exactly right it's dumb it's dumb uh but i also it's do just it a look I, at me thing I, that's all it yeah, is yeah i it's like a, to I, I like to post i like to post pictures on there because i feel like that's yet another way for me to back up photos because all my other storage okay, is full, I'll, and Facebook I'll sort saves of, all that. I'll, 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 you know? I'll sort of accept that. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally against that, but but you're I right. Just, I mean, a lot of it's just an attention grab. And well, I just don't understand why a, a a husband and a wife, for example, have to have their relationship talk to each other on Facebook. I just don't understand that. I it's don't the understand the in. happy birthdays. The happy what's that? It's the world we live in. I, I don't know. If, if you would have told me that you did it for your like your cousin that lives in Arkansas or something, I'd be way more accepting of that. But I, I just, you know, like because they because they have Facebook. What if they didn't have Facebook and I did it? I know you don't have Facebook exactly, and you live in California. Exactly what I'm talking about. Like, okay, here, I, I'm. This is me, this is me and you talking. So I'm picking you apart right here. This All post right. right here where you like you shared the picture, the memory. Yeah, that was a nice one. Hold on. Why would you not just text that to April and go, man, look how young we were, babe. You know, like, why couldn't it just be between you and her? Why does everybody else have to know that? I'm just I'm attacking I, I you. Wanted to, I, I wanted to share it with the world, Ben. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to let the world. <laughs> I wanted to let the world feel my joy from when my <sighs> wife and I went to the hospital nine years ago. And and induced my child uh, labor for my child to arrive on this earth, and for the whole world to share in my happiness of that occasion. Behold the damage my wife can do in just two weeks. Oh, that was like, just me. That was me publicly making fun of April, is what that okay. was. Okay, all right. 
<laughs> That's what that was. But see, like, I understand the post of like, hey, no spoilers for Picard. I get that. I, yeah. I, I understand that. But like, yeah. just the, I, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. I mean, 95% of my feed now, though, is promoting this show. I didn't do one last week, but I even I get will. the happy place picture. I get that. Yeah. Too, I'm drinking my have, beer bat. But to have a conversation with your child or your spouse on Facebook, I just don't understand. I'm, and I'm not talking about just you, dude. It's everybody. Everybody does it. Everybody You're does right. it. It drives me nuts. I wish I, I wish God would give me the power to delete the damn app. I hate Facebook so bad. And I post on there. I'm not going to. You can delete it. You can delete it anytime. I, I, it's an addiction, dude. It's worse than crack cocaine as far you know, like uh, it's, it's the worst, uh, you know. See, like my wife just did it. Look there. Happy May the 4th, some oldies, but goodies. And she shared photos from like eight years ago or whatever. Like, I just, okay. All right. I mean, like, I don't get it, you know, but whatever. Why do you wish people a happy May 4th? I mean, if you want to get, you know, like, what's the point of that even? Because Star you know? Wars is the greatest film franchise in history. Oh, uh, so if it's about what? Star Wars, it's okay. But if it's about your children... I just told you that she I know, is guilty I know. of it too. I'm not taking know, her out of this. Like I know, it's, it just it drives me crazy, dude. I love all my friends and family that do it, but I, it's only for self grabbing attention. Is all it's all. I 100 percent could uh, uninstall Facebook today and be fine, but my problem is is that I'm I, I mean I'm a, I'm I'm I'll admit it I'm a huge gossip, and that's the a whole lot point of, of it. I know, and there's it. and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, dirt sometimes on Facebook. It's not and I, you, dude. It's not just you. It's the entire world. I mean, like that's why we have Facebook so we can spy and see what this person's wearing and what they're doing. And it, it oh god, I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like think about how much more simplistic our life would be if we didn't have to go on there and go, oh, oh, Collins, Collins at St. Louis right now. I mean, like, can't you just text yeah. me and say, hey, man, I'm in a game. Cool. How about that? Like it yeah. takes away, I feel like it just takes away the personable, it, the aspect of like me going to a concert and texting you a picture of like me right on the stage. Instead, I'm sharing it on Facebook so everybody will like my pictures and <sighs> just drives me nuts. We got to end the show. I'm getting, I, I'm, I get I'm, it, Grandpa. I get it, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, I just got I got um I got my joke and then I got a shout out I gotta do too. Um so would you like to hear my joke? I think I'm having a stroke from my blood pressure going up too high. Yeah, it looks like it. I got a little bit of face droopage. Um <laughs> so uh so my wife says I can't solve my own problems. Uh how do I prove her wrong? <laughs> you don't need it like that one at all. At all? <laughs> Okay, well, anyway, just just a few little really quick shout outs um, to some listeners um, at work. Uh, Leo at work, thank you so much, man, for listening to the show. It really does mean a lot to me. And Lindsay at work also, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, and then my neighbor, Glenda, I found out she's listened to a few episodes. So she's listening to this one. This one's to you, too. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much, so much, so much. For listening to the show, um, it really like does listen mean a to lot. one show, or have they been no, listening to no, several? no, no? Now, now, Lindsay and Leo are regulars. Like Leo talks to me all the time about it, and it it really does, man. It gives you, gives you, and you, I know you got your guys too. It gives you a warm feeling right down in your heart, there, man. That you know, knowing that people are 
What's you know, best for me, what, what what is so fun for me is to know that people get upset when you don't post the episode in time. But that's I love so that, fun. too. I, it, I love it. Because I always have to get on to you about it, and I feel like it could slightly aggravate you because I've told you from the beginning no. you're the you're the editor and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I get the you know I you're the one asking for all the feedback and messages, but I get it. You get the heat. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm saying I get the messages. Like I'm I'm the oh, one well. like for some I'm reason glad one of us wanna... do. Man, I'm glad no, one I'm, of us do. No, I'm just saying for some reason people don't want to email your email that you have. I don't know why, but it's just funny. Like I'll just get flooded on Friday or Thursday, well, the last couple of weeks anyway, and I'll get flooded with messages like, uh, what the hell, dude? You know, like where's my <laughs> where's you know, like where's my episode? Yeah, and yeah. uh and some of them take it personal and some of them, you know, say some very uh nasty things about you, but uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> you're my filter. You're my filter. Yep, I, say, hey, I appreciate that. Don't you say that about Colin. If anybody hey, says listen. anything about Colin, it's me. <laughs> it's me. He's a fragile man. He's a fragile man. You leave but him alone. For some reason, you could take my bull crap, you know? All of it. Yep. All of it. Yep. Anyway, God, bless, right, well, you. God you bless you. Hey, you, you know it, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, again, email me at uh, Ben and Colin Show at gmail.com. We're at Two Guys in a Pod on Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'll put all these links on Facebook. Mine and Ben's, uh, Facebook accounts are both open for comments. So anything you guys need to say, please let us know. And, um, again, thanks so much for listening and, uh, we will see you next week. Bye. It wasn't like about like political stances on things. You know what I mean? Like right. he wasn't, you know, it's like, uh, do you remember when nine 11 happened and like everything was just like, wait, not nine 11. Um, what that was the thing with the yeah i remember 9-11 <laughs> you asked me if i remembered when 9-11 happened yes i remember when 9-11 happened i think i didn't really finish alive. my statement i didn't finish Sorry, my statement go ahead excuse me excuse me okay excuse me nobody knows what i nobody knows what i'm talking about more than me okay <laughs> so let me finish what i'm saying let me finish what i'm saying you're being rude you're being rude you're being very rude uh Anyway, when nine eleven happened, like TV, like basically, like hi ya, it like stopped, you know. Yeah. Oh and then, yeah. And then uh, SNL, obviously, they're in New York, so they were on mm-hmm. hold for I don't know how long it was, but like the, the first episode back, they had Giuliani and the firefighters and some yep. of the policemen and stuff, and he they made that classic like, can we be funny, you know? Right. And uh, Giuliani said, "Why start now?" You know, like that. Was, <laughs> yeah. That was, oh yeah. That, that was great. But, yeah. All of uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like we're we're in the midst of a writer strike again, you know. Uh, now, and that's uh, we're. I what I mean about that is we're gonna be on we're gonna be halted on uh, apparently like Tonight Show episodes, uh, SNL. Yep. There yep. there's articles out saying like expect reruns because this there's another strikeout. So like I guess my whole point was we're gonna be we're gonna have no new material for a while from shows like that. Um, and, you know, back going going back to just before we move on too far that nine eleven stuff. Has there ever been, and will there ever be, a more iconic ceremonial first pitch to a ball game? Oh, dude, that almost that that'll bring tears to my eyes. Yeah, watching, like there's a great like ten or twelve minute video on YouTube. And it's watching Bush. Like I'm a now. Look, I'm. I don't. I try not to get real political, but I. I love George W. Bush. Yeah. I, so you're a Bush I, fan. I, I'm, 
I'm talking about as a person. Like I, I just yeah. thought he was he was a goober, but he he admitted it and like he he wore it <laughs> like well, and like he you know he'd be like strategery, you know like he just, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I just I I loved Bush. I, he was humble enough to be like yeah, make fun of me. It's okay, you know. Sure. He wasn't a big baby bitch like Trump is, but I, and I voted for Trump. But anyway, um, there's a video where like it shows him walking around Yankee Stadium, and you know he's got his like windbreaker jacket on, but underneath he's yeah. got the bulletproof vest and all that. And uh, he, he was so like, he was so dedicated. He's like, I got to go down here and warm my arm up, you know? Mm-hmm. And he goes down there and he's like pitching down in the basement or whatever, where mm-hmm. they used to work out. And then like, man, he smokes it across that plate. Too. Oh, it was a great and, pitch. And, and again, yeah. that's what's so funny. is like such a, such an iconic moment that, and just for the people that 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 Woo. don't know and haven't seen it, please look it up because it is pretty awesome. It was the first uh, home Yankee game in Yankee Stadium since nine eleven, and so they did a big tribute and everything. And George W. Bush was president; he was president at the time, obviously. Uh, goes out and just throws a perfect pitch down the middle of the play, and and I mean, oh. it was just it was just such an American, you know, iconic like moment that is awesome it's awesome I'll, I'll i'll rival that one with you i don't know which one's more impactful but i love it too when bush goes to ground zero and he's sitting there and he's got that megaphone and he's talking mm-hmm. and or, or, well, first he doesn't have a megaphone he's like you know uh we're gonna do this and that you know and, and the people are like we can't hear you you know and he goes well, I can't hear you. And soon the people that took these buildings down will hear from all of us. And I was like, ah! you know, <laughs> yeah. like I, it's just the Americana of that. Like I, there's just, I don't know, man. Like it just felt like he was the right guy to deliver those kind of like, umph, you know, speeches. Well, and, like, and, and even, you know, and like, even Giuliani as mayor did, did an amazing job. I feel like oh, that. who would have ever thought that he'd be so disgraced now. It, it's sad, right? I think it's sad. I think it's really sad. But you're right. He did, I mean, some, he did some of it to himself. Well, yeah, but he, he did some uh, of it to himself. But the other part is the mass media hating on him, you know. Uh, but yeah, like who would have ever thought that that guy who was like the hero of New York mm-hmm. uh, in a time oh, yeah. of sorrow? Um, I mean, I don't know what he personally did, but he was the face of New York. You yeah, know? yeah. And in the recovery of everything, and now he's a disgraced, like just you know. Kind of crazy, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, kind of. Well, that's <laughs> kind of a crazy that's dude. Why, yeah, that's why I say he kind of did it to himself. Is that he? Uh, I mean, he he, he backed the wrong the horse. I think is what he, happened. He took you know? the path that he took. He took the path. You know, like yeah. nobody else made him do what he did. You know, all the things that he did and said. But uh, yeah, Bush was Bush was cool because like you know they throw a shoe at him. He just you know he like duck and <laughs> yeah. What one thing I love about Bush, and I've said this before, I think uh, probably 150 times, but he would go on Jimmy Kimmel. You know, Jimmy Kimmel would bash the crap out of Bush. I mean, he was a Republican, sure. so of course he would, right? And call him a horrible president, stuff like that. But when the when he's willing to come on his show, oh, well, you're a good guy, Mister Bush. You know, like that, yeah. that hypocrite bullcrap. But anyway, George would come on there, and I know him personally, so I can call him George. George, yeah, but good, uh, good buddy, good buddy. Yeah, years. but but W <laughs> would go on there, and he would just be like, he's like, hey, w. he's pretty funny, <laughs> you know, like he would do like he did sure. laugh and stuff, and uh, he's like, well, what do you think about Obama? And he'd go, it's not my job to say like how how he's performing as president. I I, I just hope he does the best for his for the country. And I'm like, man, what a great answer! Like, what a great non judgmental answer. 
you know and now you got obama and trump and all that and they're all going he sucks he he's worthless crazy joe you know and all that kind of you know and the the other way around too like they're bashing the crap out of trump so i just hate the state that we're in man i wish we could rewind about 20 years ago you know like and just kind of be back in the because like there was a period where we were all like all for one one for all oh yeah man Oh, yeah. Now it's like everybody, we hate everybody. We hate you for not going to the same school I go to or what I just, oh my gosh. It's just, I, uh, I gotta, I gotta go back to you, you, him, the, uh, Bush getting the shoes thrown at him, the shoe thrown at him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, man, that reminds me of that, uh, SNL skit when Will Ferrell, do you remember what he said when Will Ferrell was George Bush? Do you remember that? Please, please, please tell me you remember that skit. I mean, I remember being Bush. What are you, what specifically are you talking about? (laughs) he's he's responding he's responding and pardon my will ferrell is george bush impression but i'm going to say it he says all right he says he gets the you know he's talking about it and all that and he says shoot me once shoes on you he says shoot me twice i'm keeping those shoes (laughs) (laughs) and i just think that's the funniest the funniest thing um it's it's right up there it's right up there with the whole fool me once shame on you fool me twice strike three yeah like you know michael scott but yeah yeah, it's just um it's just that's a that's an iconic thing but funny the neat thing about that too is that they weren't like hammering bush like horribly but they were making fun of him like yeah they make fun of every president that comes through but it was lighthearted, you know like now it's like vicious you know it's 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 just so vicious like and it's it's not just trump they do biden too and but still we went from like a wholesome type of like fun poking around to like let's beat the living crap out of this person media wise Mm -hmm. anybody anybody yeah so oh, yeah. it just I don't know why we have to do that. I mean, I wish there was like I said, there was some way that we were having this discussion that are not about like when do you let your kids get on social media? And we were like, our kids are going we were having a soccer banquet. And I was like talking to another parent. I was like, You don't let him have uh Twitter or Facebook or anything, do you? And they're like, Oh Lord, no, you know. And uh one of the moms said, She goes, I've actually told my kid that I'll give him a hundred dollars for every year he's not on social media and so if he gets to graduation that's 1800 bucks he gets for not being sweet on, you know you know what i'm saying that's you a good idea i like well, that well i, I mean, like that all you have to do is 100 bucks a year that's nothing you know like uh, just put it aside and wow when do, what, it, what age do you start giving it to him though well you give them that's their graduation man at, at 18 you give them 1800 bucks and because the, they're an adult oh, for technically yeah, but, if, but if they're one and two and three years old you're paying them a hundred dollars for that not that year you give it to them in a lump sum no i know that but i mean you're counting yes. those years yes eh, seems like a lot of money seems like a lot oh of money oh my then. gosh I, i'm the cheapskate but i mean i'm all uh, for it like, uh, uh, oh god yes. i ain't you're, giving you money they don't even know what facebook is and my son's nine you don't even know what Facebook is. That's see, yet, see how much money you're saving. And yet, and yet you post on Facebook like he's gonna read it. I said he was too young for it in my post, Benjamin. I, I don't that's a whole nother rabbit hole we could go down. <laughs> I know. I, I know I it was dumb. Facebook so bad. It's so stupid. Not that I have never done it, man. I'm I want to say something nice about my son on his birthday yesterday, okay? Get off my back about it. And where was Bud. your son? Where was your son? Was he? He on don't Facebook? know anything about the post. Exactly, okay? dude. That's not the point, that's like, Ben. It's a no, public display of my appreciation. 
yeah, it's like son. saying, happy anniversary, honey. She's right there next to you, dude. All you're wanting is for people to go, oh, did you see what Colin posted? Happy oh birthday, gosh. Landon. Oh, happy gosh. birthday, Landon. Yeah, happy birthday, Landon. That's a, that's great. He's yeah, that's what I want, though, from, from strangers and people I haven't talked to in, in a long time. It's the recognition, man. I want oh people to. Gosh. I want people to love me. I'm getting heated. I, I can't continue this episode very much longer. I, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't know why you. I'm not. I, I hate. I hate posts like that. And my wife does it. I've oh. done it. But your I, podcast I get... partner does it. That's the one guy you thought you could trust. Not really. <laughs> You're the guy that I talk about when I say that stuff. <laughs> Great. No, you're no, I'm not. I know who is though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the guy you talk about. Uh, when Am people I? post when people <laughs> you're one you're of them. Like, yes. Oh. You're very guilty of it, dude. Like, I mean uh, who wants to uh, like, it's a public display. It's a public display There's, of there is of no purpose to do that. Your son is your son that lives at home who is 100%, 100% under your control and under your supervision. Why post on why post on Facebook? Happy birthday, Landon. Uh, no, you don't have Facebook, but I, I just I don't get it. I, I just doesn't. No, I mean, you're right. I, and, I, and I do understand where you come from. A lot of times when I again, post like. Let me, again, let me say, I apologize because I've done it before. I don't do yeah. it anymore. I don't do it anymore. But I've done it, so um, I'm not guilt free. I find myself a lot of times though, like I think yesterday, because you're right. I did, I did kind of look at it from your perspective that you're ranting about, you know, because you're right. You're exactly right. It's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, but I also it's do just it a look I, at me thing. I, that's all it is. Yeah, it's and a, it's I like a, to. I, I like to post. I like to post pictures on there because I feel like that's yet another way for me to back up photos. Because all my other stories okay, are full, I'll, and Facebook sort saves of, all that. I'll, I'll, you know? I'll sort of accept that. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally against that, but but you're I right. Just, I mean, a lot of it's just an attention grab. And well, I just don't understand why a, a a husband and a wife, for example, have to have their relationship talk to each other on Facebook. I just don't understand that. I don't the understand the in. happy birthdays. The happy what's that? It's the world we live in. I, I don't know. If, if you would have told me that you did it for your like your cousin that lives in Arkansas or something, I'd be way more accepting of that. But I, I just, you know, like because they because they have Facebook. What if they didn't have Facebook and I did it? I know you don't have Facebook exactly, and you live in California. Exactly what I'm talking about. Like, okay, here, I, I'm. This is me, this is me and you talking. So I'm picking you apart right here. This post right. right here where you like you shared the picture, the memory. Yeah, that was a nice one. Hold on. Why would you not just text that to April and go, man, look how young we were, babe. You know, like, why couldn't it just be between you and her? Why does everybody else have to know that? I'm just I'm attacking I, I you. Wanted to, I, I wanted to share it with the world, Ben. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to let the world. <laughs> I wanted to let the world feel my joy from when oh. my wife and I went to the hospital nine years ago. And and induced my child uh, labor for my child to arrive on this earth, and for the whole world to share in my happiness of that occasion. 
Behold, the damage my wife can do in just two weeks. Oh, that was just me. That was me publicly making fun of April is what that was. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's what that was. But see, like, I understand the post of like, hey, no spoilers for Picard. I get that. I I, I understand that. But like, just the, I I don't know, man. I just don't get it. I mean. 95% of my feed now, though, is promoting this show. I didn't do one last week, but. I even get the happy place picture. I get that too. Yeah. I'm drinking my beer bat. But to have a conversation with your child or your spouse on Facebook, I just don't understand. I'm, and I'm not talking about just you, dude. It's everybody. Everybody does it. Everybody You're does right. it. It drives me nuts. I wish I, I wish God would give me the power to delete the damn app. I hate Facebook so bad. And I post on there. I'm not going to You can delete it. Me. You can delete it anytime. I, I, it's an addiction, dude. It's worse than crack cocaine as far as, you know, like uh, it's, it's the worst, uh, you know. See, like my wife just did it. Look there. Happy May the 4th, some oldies but goodies. And she shared photos from like eight years ago or whatever. Like, I just, okay. All right. I mean, like, I don't get it. You know, but whatever. Why do you wish people a happy May 4th? I mean, if you want to get, you know, like, what's the point of that even? Because Star you Wars know? is the greatest film franchise in history. Oh, so if it's about what? Star Wars, it's okay. But if it's about your children... I just told you that she I know, is guilty I know. of it too. I'm not taking know, her out I of know. this. Like I know, it's, it just it drives me crazy, dude. I love all my friends and family that do it, but I, it's only for self grabbing attention. Is all it's, I, it's all. I 100% could uninstall Facebook today and be fine, but my problem is, is that I'm. I, I mean, I'm. A, I'm. I'm. I'll admit it. I'm a huge gossip, and that's the a whole lot point of, of it. I know, and there's it. and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, dirt sometimes on Facebook. It's not and I, you, dude. It's not just you. It's the entire world. I mean, like that's why we have Facebook so we can spy and see what this person's wearing and what they're doing. And it, it oh god, I hate it. I'm <laughs> yeah. I mean, like think about how much more simplistic our life would be if we didn't have to go on there and go, oh, oh, Collins, Collins at St. Louis right now. I mean, like, can't you just text yeah. me and say, hey, man, I'm in a game. Cool. How about that? Like it yeah. takes away, I feel like it just takes away the personable, it, the aspect of like me going to a concert and texting you a picture of like me right on the stage. Instead, I'm sharing it on Facebook so everybody will like my pictures and it <sighs> drives me nuts. We got to end the show. I'm getting, I, I'm, I get I'm, it, Grandpa. I get it, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, I just got, I got, um, I got my joke and then I got a shout out. I got to do too. Um, so would you like to hear my joke? I think I'm having a stroke from my blood pressure going up to, uh, yeah, it looks like it. I got a little bit of face droopage. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so my wife says I can't solve my own problems. Uh, how do I prove her wrong? <laughs> you don't need it like that one at all. At all? Okay, well, anyway, just, just a few little really quick shout-outs um, to some listeners um, at work. Uh, Leo at work, thank you so much, man, for listening to the show. It really does mean a lot to me. And Lindsay at work also, uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, and then my neighbor, Glenda, I found out she's listened to a few episodes, so she's listening to this one. This one's to you, too. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much, so much, so much for listening to the show um it really like does listen mean a to lot. one show or have they been no listening to no several? no they're, now now Lindsay and leo are regulars like leo talks to me all the time about it and it, it really does man it gives you 
gives you and you i know you got your guys too it gives you a warm feeling right down in your heart there man that you know knowing that people are what's you know, best for me what, what what is so fun for me is to know that people get upset when you don't post the episode in time but that's i love so that fun. too I, it, I love it because i always have to get onto you about it and i feel like it could slightly aggravate you because i've told you from the beginning no. you're the you're the editor and all that kind of stuff but uh i get the you know i you're the one asking for all the feedback and messages but i get it you get the heat <laughs> yeah no no i'm saying i get the messages like i'm i'm oh, the one well. like for some I'm reason, glad one of us wanna... do. Man, I'm glad no, one of us do. No, I'm just saying for some reason people don't want to email your email that you have. I don't know why, but it's just funny. Like I'll just get flooded on Friday or Thursday, well, the last couple of weeks anyway, and I'll get flooded with messages like, "Uh, what the hell, dude? You know, like where's my <laughs> where's you know like where's my episode?" Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and some of them take it personal, and some of them you know say some very uh, nasty things about you. But uh, <laughs> I... you're my filter. <laughs> You're my filter. Yep, I, say, hey, I appreciate that. Don't you say that about Colin. If anybody hey, says listen. anything about Colin, it's me. <laughs> it's me. He's a fragile man. He's a fragile man. You leave but him alone. For some reason, you could take my bull crap, you know? All of it. Yep. All of it. Yep. Anyway, God, all right. well, thank God you guys. bless you. Hey, you know it, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, again, email me at uh, Ben and Colin Show at gmail.com. We're at Two Guys in a Pod on Twitter. Uh, I'll, I'll put all these links on Facebook. Mine and Ben's uh, Facebook accounts are both open for comments. So anything you guys need to say, please let us know. And um, again, thanks so much for listening. And uh, we will see you next week. Bye.